Support for this episode comes from Yakima Chief Hops. Yakima Chief Hops is a 100% farmer-owned hop supplier with a mission to connect the family farms of the Pacific Northwest with brewers across the globe. With a growing competitive market, YCH understands the need to continuously brew exceptional quality beers. This is why YCH is focused on developing innovative hop products and research-based resources that provide real solutions in the brew house and help brewers take their beers to the next level. Yakima Chief Hops works with breweries of all sizes across the globe, from home and nano brewers to craft and macro. To find out more about YCH, visit www.yakimachief.com. Around 90% of brewing beer is cleaning, and the rest is paperwork. If you've been in or around the industry for probably more than five minutes, there's a strong chance you've heard that saying. And in these most unusual of times, the brewing industry has had to adapt to new ways of working, implementing a raft of new measures to ensure their businesses are doing all they can to place hygiene at the very top of the agenda. Be it dispensing hospitality environments, deliveries across the supply chain, or during production in the brewery itself, companies have had to understand and enforce stringent measures to help guarantee the brewing sector is doing everything it can to keep people safe. So with that in mind, we recently spoke to two industry professionals that not only have a wealth of knowledge in drinks production, but an abundance of expertise in hygiene too. Hello and welcome to the Brewer's Journal podcast. My name is Tim Sheehan, editor of the Brewer's Journal. And I'm Velo Mitrovic. So here we are. Woohoo! UK hospitality is up and running once more. Of course, though, it's far from perfect. Current restrictions are hampering many businesses' ability to trade viably, while the full relaxation of restrictions, planned for later this month, looks set to be pushed back by a minimum of two weeks. But compared to the position we were in several months back, the ability to enjoy a pint, indoors or outdoors, has become a welcome relief. And that has meant an increasing number of breweries have been able to ramp up production once more. As we re-emerge from lockdown, it's important to reflect on the lessons we've learned from it. And when it comes to the ways we maintain our breweries, and the venues that sell much of the beer produced by these businesses, it's imperative to ensure that the hygiene levels are impeccable. Belinda Jennings has worked in the sector for more than 24 years and started her career at Green King Brewery as a laboratory technician and progressed through various roles including quality trainer and senior laboratory technician. She was at Adnams Brewery as a quality manager for 10 years and has also worked with various local smaller breweries as a head brewer. Belinda also has a brewing degree and is a fully qualified master brewer. Moira Williams started her career in the industry when she gained a degree in brewing and microbiology from Harriet Watt University, and then went on to work as a brewer in the south of England for more than 15 years. She then transferred her skills to the other side of the world, where she worked for Domaine Chandon Winery in the Yarra Valley in Australia. After 10 years, Moira and her family decided it was time to move back home. Both Belinda and Moira now work as technical sales consultants within the brewing and beverage division at Holcomb a leading supplier of hygiene solutions across the UK and Ireland. Here, Moira starts by explaining what it's been like working with breweries during a pandemic, while Belinda adds that the quieter periods at these businesses has allowed them to address a number of areas. 
certainly there are a number of breweries who have not wanted to have any additional personnel on site, you know, sort of contractors. But there are also, on the other side of the coin, a number of breweries who have wanted Holcomb to continue to service them. So I've still been kept pretty busy going out to breweries most days. And um, yeah, so basically we have been doing what the customer wants. Um, as I said, where they've wanted us to, to still service, we, we've still been going out. I mean, we were also classed as key workers as well as, uh, as, well as breweries. So yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been good to still be busy. For me, again, some of my areas were um, London. So some of the, you know, the smaller breweries, more people around. So I maybe didn't go on site uh, for some of them, but others I did, did carry on as normal. And it was an opportunity because some of the breweries were quite quiet who, who were actually there, operators who were there. It was an opportunity to do a bit more, to do some training. Um, you can actually hear what's going on. People have got a bit more time. And then optimising cleans and anything else that you don't, might not usually have time in your, in your day or in your head for to do that as well. That's absolutely right. As you said, um, you know, a lot of breweries, they have all their vessels full all the time and, and tanks, whereas when things were quieter, there was more opportunity to be able to actually look at CIPs of vessels that you haven't been able to look in before and, and improve things that way. So yeah, Belinda's absolutely right. There, there has been more opportunity to actually delve in a bit deeper to certain CIPs and things. And for Mora, it's been important to assist breweries with issues across their production and packaging facilities. Well, obviously maintaining hygiene around fillers, bottle fillers, can fillers. Obviously the aim of the game is to optimize cleaning and to ensure that there's correct micro. If breweries are, are running much more frequently with, on their bottle fillers or can fillers, there might be less opportunity for cleaning, but we obviously have to ensure that the correct amount of cleaning is still done, such as auditing CIPs, etc., and making sure that lines, fillers, external and internal are being cleaned properly. It's also the opportunity to optimise, to make sure people aren't using too much water, rinsing, all, all that sort of things, disinfection, etc. And as breweries ramp up their production and packaging levels once more, there have been a number of points breweries have needed to consider. Yes, there's been a massive change and you can, you can very much see that from hibernation, we can call it that. Those that were at the brewery were quite busy, but obviously those that have come back, it's quite a shock to the system for, for a lot of people. So it's, yeah, it's getting, it's concentrating on your, on your job in hand and um, not cutting any corners for time because they're so busy. You know, it's so important to keep, keep on top of the hygiene as they do and not forget about the sort of infrequent cleans that we might do. There's some sort of infrequent deep cleans that could be missed because they are pushed for time at the moment. And, and what we're seeing with the, the ramp up back to large pack again, cask and keg, a lot of casks and, and kegs have been sat around for over a year. And there are issues where casks have been sat around outside with a bit of beer in them. Certainly after the first lockdown, we saw a, quite a few problems well, with sort of like beer flies and, um, you know, just caked on yeast etc that your normal cleaning regimes for for cask washing may not deal with um, so therefore cask inspection is really important making sure that you are cleaning your casks properly so yeah that's it's 
really important to make sure that, I mean, the, the other issue we've seen is perhaps kegs sat around outside and, and in the sunshine with, with seals blowing. Kegs aren't used to being outside in sort of warm temperatures through last summer for any, any period of time either. As we thankfully see breweries returning to fuller production schedules, Moira points out that for those still operating with a lean workforce, cleaning regimes mustn't fall by the wayside as a result. Where there's people still furloughed or flexi furloughed, and so there are fewer people, but the volumes are still going up. So those fewer people are are doing more work, as it were. So, yeah, it's putting a lot of pressure on people, as I said, I, I think, because some breweries were caught out last year when the first lockdown eased and, and um, that things reopened. Everybody was brewing lots of beer again with the expectation that, that they would all get sold. And then, of course, there was another lockdown. So people were having to, unfortunately, destroy beer again. So I think at the start, just last month, people were, were quite cautious as to how much beer they, they actually wanted to brew. And very pleased to say that volumes have been have been higher than than expected and so people as we were saying at the beginning are um are flat out now trying to keep up with demand which is great but it does put a lot of pressure on people you cannot cut cut corners on cleaning and just like in the broader industry itself delivering a product is one thing but educating people on it is a whole different issue it's not just about delivering chemicals, the quality chemicals. It's, it's the whole package, the whole service that we can give give the brewer. And we know exactly what it's like. More has been a brewer, I'm a brewer. We never stop being a brewer. And Peter and our team as well, and a couple of other guys. So um, we know what it's like working in a brewery. We know the focus, you, you do your cleaning, you, you know it's important to do your cleaning, but the focus isn't always on optimising your cleans and doing the best, best you can, the best time, the best temperature because you might get distracted by something more exciting like a hop. That's right. And and the other thing, of course, as Belinda was saying, we're definitely not salespeople. We're, we're, we're brewers yeah. who, who work for chemical companies, but obviously we've had to develop a number of new products over the last year as well, antiviral things. Up until last year, nobody was interested in, in antivirals. You know, it was obviously just antibacterials and, and um, yeast killing those sorts of things. So we've been quite fortunate that we've come up with things like decontamination procedures to help breweries with. And for people like Moira and Belinda, it is a case of educating clients on what is sufficient, or perhaps less so, for the task in hand. We're kept busy keeping up with them all, which of course is important for pubs and things as well, with them reopening to make sure that they've got the correct antimicrobial sprays there. Because as I said, we we have seen in certain places, just like antibacterial sprays from the supermarket, well, they're not antiviral. You know, there, there is quite a difference. So it's making sure that, that people have got the correct products to, to actually do the job. As we reopen, it's really important that you, you're using the correct products to decontaminate your surface. And as Moira explains, attention to detail is key especially when it comes to the shelf life of the products you are using. One thing that I did want to, to mention is just to make sure where, where pubs are reopening that beer line cleaner is within date. That's another challenge in breweries if they've been in hibernation for a while, making sure that their chemicals are, are in date. Certainly chlorinated chemicals have a much shorter shelf life. 
because the hypochlorite starts to, to decay once it's as soon as it's made. So things like caustics and acids will, will have sort of, you know, a couple of years on there, but disinfectants and any chlorinated chemicals, as I said, just make sure that, that they're in date and don't assume that they'll be fine if um, if they're out of date. So um, I know it can be hard not, not using any, any sort of product, whether it be a chemical or, or any other kind of raw material. Nobody likes throwing them away or discarding them, but um, it is important to say that things like disinfectants are within their, their best before date so that they're actually doing what, what they're supposed to. Because a product out of date will be less effective for the cleaning tasks it's been designed for. So something like paracetic acid is not going to just not be not do anything after its best before date, but it, but you will need to use it in a, a stronger solution, as it were, because it it it'd be less effective. As I said, chlorinated caustic chlorinated foams, uh, you know, a, a number of smaller breweries will use chlorinated caustics to actually clean their, their casks as well, making sure, as I said, that if, if they're out of date, then, as I said, that the, the uh, hypochlorite will have decayed and does decay si significantly over time. And as I said, beer line cleaner works on this, the same principle. So yes, if it's, if it's out of date, then hopefully whoever you've bought it from might be able to, as uh, certainly I've checked chlorine levels in some beer line cleaner for customers and I can sort of advise additional strengths that, that need to be used or just you actually need fresh um, fresh beer line cleaner and that, that would be my recommendation to anybody. Don't assume, oh, just add a little bit more, it'll be fine. It may be almost ineffective. So um, nobody wants to go into a pub for the first time or the second time in a long time and be disappointed because the, uh, the beer lines haven't been cleaned properly. And as breweries ramp up production, there is also the possibility of new hygiene challenges as a result of working with a diverse range of ingredients. If we think of the zero alcohol beers, I mean, it hasn't, nothing's happened yet, but it's something to be wary of because um, alcohol acts as a sort of natural antimicrobial agent. So um, for those that don't pasteurise or sterile filter, it's just something to be aware of with a new new style that's come through. I, I have seen one instance of sort of new, new ingredients, the cannabin oil, CBD oil, I should say, mixing ingredients that, that don't normally get used with deposits and things like that. So I, I have a brewery that had an issue with a deposit in some of their hoses that we, we're lucky at Hulk and we have a, a technical lab where um, we can send any deposits that we're, we're not quite sure what they're made up of, um, send them up to the lab and they can identify the, the makeup of them. And that's an ongoing investigation. We've had just because of lockdown as well, people selling sort of mini kegs and mini barrels and, and returnable bottles and um, checking compatibility of chemicals and things because obviously we, we want to make sure that anything returnable is, is cleaned properly and things like bottle tops, chemical compatibilities. Um, as I said, we, we can check all of those sorts of things. So we have been been seeing some some slightly different challenges to, to what we normally would do, which is it's, it's great to be learning new things all the time as well. And going forward, for those that produce and sell beer, the main message is to not let hygiene standards slip as life returns to normal.
Well, I think as Belinda said earlier, it's keep keep the focus on cleaning. Um, said especially where equipment that might not have been used for a while is coming back into use again. Tanks, even pipe work in in older breweries, perhaps sort of dead legs and things like that, that they may get sort of have been sufficiently sort of cleaned um, when in regular use previously, but. They've, they've been out of commission or tanks have been out of commission and make sure that things are well cleaned and before you use them again but hopefully as i said fingers crossed the way things are looking at the moment it should be full steam ahead from now on the brewers journal podcast is a production of Reby media produced and hosted by me tim sheehan and me, Vela Mitrovic. Sound engineering is by Ross McPherson. Series supervision by John Young. The executive producer is Rory Harris. And special thanks to Belinda Jennings and Moira Williams at Holcamp.